one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everybody's internet is working. Everybody's microphones are working. We're stuck in our homes, but it ain't gonna stop us from playing Dungeons and Dragons Yoo. because otherwise we would have to sit alone with our own thoughts. Are you ready to play some D&D? Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in. You're still a dragon friend. The dragon friends have found themselves in a future that never was, brought about by a past that must not be allowed to be. Strahd is long dead, and yet in his absence, somewhere, somehow, something has gone horribly wrong in these forgotten realms. One thousand years since the old cruel empire of High Netheril was meant to fall, and it instead seems to cling onto power somehow, at least in the facility you find yourselves transported to, where Talk of quotas, 20-hour shifts, and energy tubes give you a bad feeling about this age you have stumbled into. But you have more pressing matters. Your guide, Paul, seems ready to believe that you are returned gods and is looking for answers you may not be able to give. And just outside the prison cell you found him in, a red flashing silver beeper promises the arrival of more guards any second now. If we stay very quiet, then I think they'll just leave and everything will be fine. Okay, the guards haven't arrived yet. The beeper you threw out about ten minutes ago. Maybe we kick it further down the hall? <laughs> it's such a dragon friend solution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run out and kick it further down the hall. Wait, so they haven't showed up. It was ten minutes and they didn't show up? No, no, I'm saying that it has... Yeah, I guess it's been about ten minutes. Is there, a, is there a toilet nearby, Dave? No, there doesn't seem to be one. There was your, the closet that you were in. There are lifts at the end of the corridor. The corridor stretched in a long direction, and there are small cells. All of the doors closed except for the one that you've come into, which presumably have okay. more of these people on energy tubes. What about instead of kicking the, the beeper down the corridor, we kick ourselves down the corridor and escape? Great idea. Great, Great idea. Let's get Let's out of go. here. Let's go. Let's get out of You're leaving, Paul? Who has just now seen the light and believes that the gods have returned and is looking... Who's Paul? Let's go. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hearing about this Paul guy. Who's this Paul guy? <laughs> if you want us to hang out with an NPC, Dave, give him I a didn't name, name him Paul. I didn't name him Paul. I didn't name him Paul. That's a fucking Ben Jenkins original. Just feels like, hey, is Dave? Well, Ben, same criticism. <laughs> Stay okay. Okay. The dragon friends leave. Uh, does Paul... Well, you haven't, heard, you haven't heard my last name yet. What's your last name before what you go? Is it? Jones. <laughs> Slam goes the door as the dragon friends race. Like Paul Jones the third or anything, or just Paul Jones? There's nothing. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm Paul Jones. My middle name's um. My, my, my middle name's. Is it fire? Is it dragon? Is it is it something cool? <laughs> no, it's, it's it's it. 
Do you know I can't think of a fucking name? Like, I like, can't even think of it in all the, like... You just have all the creativity juice on Paul Jones? <laughs> I'm a hoss. All right. Slam goes the door as a well-thought-out NPC that me and Ben have literally had a 20-minute conversation about today as the dragon friends race away in the opposite direction of the beeps. Heading around the corridor, skidding around the side, you see just how long this corridor is as you hear the ding of the lifts on the other side start to open. But you are sprinting and sprinting, and on the far end of the corridor, you can see a door with a window and what seems to be stairs. Okay, I'm going to throw the beeper what into beeper? the elevator. No, are we going to get into the elevator? No, we're going to take the stairs. We'll throw, oh, we, okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. So I throw the beeper into oh, the elevator smart. and we take the stairs. Yeah. So you're going to wait for the elevator that's coming up towards the beeper to open? You said it just did. Yeah, and you're going to... Yeah, and I said you were, you, were, you were heading in the opposite direction, but you want to wait for the elevator to open? Oh, no, let's just go up the stairs. Okay. I misunderstood. If nobody called the elevator, then somebody... <laughs> this the is elevator. the point I was going mm. to make. <laughs> I'm going to... Can I... Oh. I'm going to stomp on the beeper and then run. Uh, okay, it's... It, make for me a strength check. <laughs> Happy to. You got, uh, your, you got your character uh, sheet uh, open there, sport? Yes, I do. Thank you very much. I'm a very strong orc, and I'm just happy to tell you that I've got 15. Okay. You hit it. Uh, it doesn't seem to destroy the beeper. And then giving up, you kick it against the elevator. It dings twice, and you run, as I said, and find these stairs. Hmm. All right. To the stairs. All right. Now, you said you wanted to go up. Is that right? Well, it's, I, I mean, what, it's, just, it's just up or down. That's the yeah, options. It, it has a, it has the stairs, generally. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> yeah. Very <laughs> strong fire escape energy. It's got like... Uh, yeah, does anyone have a preference? I, I said up, but, you know, happy to do, happy to go down if you'd rather. Mm, Chinese Rizzo is very collaborative. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like we want to go to the outside, outside to see what's but outside. Are we underground now or are we above ground oh, now? Oh, wow. What, Dave said there's a window. There's a window Dave, into the, the stairwell, window? but okay, fine. No, I'll say that there's oh. also the window outside. There's a locked door with a window outside, and you can see that you, the horizon of the Forgotten Realms reaching out in front of you. It seems smog choked. You seem to be so we're above quite ground. high up. All right, let's go down there. All right, so you race up, racing down the stairwell, and for a while, no one says anything as you realize just how many s- stories you are clearing. You are quite high up. Is the banister slideable? Great it's it's a fire too. escape, so uh, yes, for I would say approximately three meters. For safety reasons, it is slide down. So it's like, <laughs> okay, while Bobby's doing that, as I said, nobody really says anything in the noise. Can I do a dexterity check just to see if I can round it myself? Oh, that's good. Like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. mm, <laughs> you want to. If you want this entire fucking episode to be in this stairwell, yes. We'll make Dave, I would also like to take a dexterity check to I slide down around. So I'm just going... Oh, okay, nice. what do I have? I've, I've got I've got acrobatics as well. Here we go. Oh, 16. Pretty, uh, pretty spicy <laughs> okay, for me. The two of you are sliding down the stairwells <laughs> mo- slightly, modestly faster than it would take to run down the stairs. <laughs> Well, okay, we so we we split the party because we're going a lot faster. We're <laughs> That's sliding. True, Dave. I said you're party. not going a lot faster, but you're going moderately faster. So yeah, you're about a, okay. f- a floor ahead of the rest of them. And as I said, a whole floor. Well, oh, well, I better get on this well, banister. I can't let this. <laughs> All right, Phil's just gonna do a dexterity check. Dave. All right, one sec. Dave just gonna do a dexterity. <laughs> you don't need to do this. <laughs> Um, will a five? <laughs> As I said, what, 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 what? Moving moderately fast down the stairwells. Moving much faster down the stairwell is Filch, who starts falling down the <laughs> stairs, head over ass, 
taking, uh, let's say, oh, how much damage, Phil, do you take? You fall down two flights of stairs, taking eight points, hit points worth of damage. As you travel quickly uh, down a large amount of stairs in succession at every single um, floor, you can see another one of these doors leading into a long corridor and Bobby you can't help but try to sort of count the stairs as you go each of them with what looks like hundreds of these tube rooms as you go down five then ten then fifteen stories and all of you are very out of breath but nobody else comes in and finally you arrive at a door that is locked but is what you on what you presume is the ground floor of whatever building this is knock it down Filch <laughs> I'm gonna try the handle first <laughs> He said it was locked, didn't <laughs> Me you? learn! I did say it was locked, and it is locked, yeah. Uh, I got a 24 to All right, Bobby lock. quickly picks the lock, picky, picky. and the door s- springs open to reveal a wafting of smog that comes straight into the room as all of you suddenly find your mouths filled with a kind of unpleasant Icarus smoke. The atmosphere here is very, very heavy and cloying and has a strange taste to it, an almost acidic bite. But it's not poisonous. As you step into that smog, you find yourselves in a long, narrow street of what looks like tenement buildings all around you. It's a large highway of what is obviously a very populous city, and yet the streets are noticeably completely empty. What kind of building did we just step out of? You turn around and look, and it's this kind of incredibly brutalist, long, tall skyscraper. It's built out of the edifice of what is still recognizably the Balanox, the old, ma- old mountains of Barovia, although this is no Barovia that you've ever seen before. You're saying mm. your grandpappy's Barovia. <laughs> so it's built out of the mountain. Yes, that's right. It's being, it's being held up by the mountain. Right. And can we see, like, in the distance, I know it's foggy, but is there, like, a, any big buildings, like, any spires well, or anything? Well, best on, mate, for me a perception check. Oh, time to do some perception. <laughs> uh, spicy nuovo, nueve, <laughs> no, nine. So, Baston, it's very strange and unfamiliar. You don't recognise it. And you find yourself getting a sense of vertigo from the height of the towers. But your gaze does look up at one thing that even at a perception of nine you can't miss, which is that above the horizon, shrouded in smog, there is a shape of something in the distance hanging in the air, what looks like an inverted pyramid silhouette. And as you look at it, suddenly a long sweeping light burns out from it. You get the sensation of a sweeping floodlight before it disappears again, as if the thing is a lighthouse slowly revolving. And again, you are shrouded in smog and darkness. And at that moment, a blasting whistle peals out and the doors to the side of the fire escape of the building open moments later and streams of dirty, exhausted-looking people begin to stream out as in the tenements around you soon, others start to stream out onto the street, some of them heading down the boulevard, others going into the building that you have just exited, passing you and not seeming to notice you so focused are they on their own work and to be honest exhaustion i think Cassus is in that big upside down pyramid well do we want to go there to kill him i guess so this is suspended in the sky as i said hundreds of miles above mm. the city i think right. we should maybe go into one of these homes and see we could get some information maybe like yeah. but we've got to remember 
village. We're famous here. Okay, if we talk to any more normies, they're going to freak out. Mm. Is anyone recognising us, Dave? No, people aren't looking at us at all. No, but you haven't tried to get their attention. Right now, they're just walking on their jobs. But, you know, if you want to grab someone, you can. There are tenements nearby. As I said, this is clearly a sort of um, a highway leading into the city. And you can see that there are bigger structures. In fact, there is a large structure at the end of the street that some people are going into. And there are other bigger sort of structures around the city centre. Is there anything that looks like a shop, Dave? Uh, make uh, make for me another perception check. Perception, eh? Mm. Uh, perception, I got a... Uh, eight. An eight. Um, uh, not that you can tell here. This looks like a residential area, but like I said, you can, it looks like the rest of the city is if you follow the road and there are tenements around you if you want to go into it. Oh, let's there. walk down to the city then. Let's go, let's go into town. You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Guys, just... just... While we just let's 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 think back to what we know about the Netherese. They live in the sky. Yep. So they're gonna not be down here. They're gonna be somewhere else. They're gonna and if we really want to keep our options open, we need to find a time travelling stone to get back if we need to. Yes. Which I right. think we definitely do. So right. I think um we need to kind of like look to the skies. Mm, right. But maybe shop will have time traveling stone to buy. Mm. Okay, so you're starting to walk towards the main city center, is that right? Yeah. 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 And in a generally kind of tending towards the big, the big pyramid. Trying to get thing. underneath it. Okay, great. So you make your way yeah. into this is a large, big city, bigger than Waterdeep, uh, it seems, and much bigger, mm. it has to be said, than for the amount of people that you see even now on the streets. At whatever is happening, the streets are very empty. Um, everywhere it kind of has this kind of feeble, exhausted quality to it. As you make your way further and further in, you start um, to see bigger and bigger buildings as you sort of get to the heart of whatever this is. Uh, there's like what looks like a kind of... Um, what was once obviously a beautiful sandstone university, now very decrepit and covered in the same Icarus grime as everything else. And you can see now that there are ziggurats as well popping up um, on the horizon all around you as these tenements begin to thin out. This, When you say Icarus grime, are you talking like caked in wax and feathers? Or? Yeah, it's waxy. <laughs> no, it's waxy. The, the smog that you were breathing in gives everything a sort of greasy feel to it, like it's got a thin layer of wax. And in fact, everything has a sort of yellowish sheen to it that's quite unpleasant. They're using, and they're using the people's, they're using the people's, like, goo to make their power, right? There was a kind of red goo that they were pulling out of people in the building that you came out of. That's right. And now, actually, there are starting to be a few shops as well. You can see that they're kind of... They look like very sort of humble things. There's a shop for a grocers, for instance, you pass, that has what looks like very unpleasant bread lying, again, out in the smog, looking waxy and damp. Is there a tu- like a tourism bureau, Dave, that we can see? <laughs> Is there a tourism bureau? Yeah, like, yeah, a, like a place. Yeah, like a visitor's center. Well, I said there was a kind of there was a a university which would have a sort of um, a foyer. I don't know that there is a tourism center, but well, where, where do travelers go when they come here? Probably to some, probably to like the information booth. Is that what you think? In in D and D, is that what you think people go to? Well, I don't. I mean, the, the fantasy information booth. Maybe it's a, a tavern. A, yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, do they have maps and things? There is actually a, a kind of. Play, there, you actually see that there is a basement building. It's actually just steps leading down off street level that has a sign that has what looks like a jar with a toothpick and an olive in it on the sign. Should we go for maybe we'll go ask for some information at the at the, mm. at the tavern? 
I could do with a drink. Okay, let's let's we barge on into the uh, toothpick and olive, Dave. Okay, you head into heading downstairs, downstairs, downstairs <laughs> into what was clearly once a root cellar, but somebody has made an effort to try and make it look a little bit more homey in a way that really only makes it sadder. Somebody, there's a bar there. There's some really depressing posters, and there is a figure with a filthy cloth uh, who's trying to polish this grime off the bar, although it's obviously a completely Sisyphean task, while there are also a bunch of these very exhausted people in jumpsuits sitting in a corner nursing small jars. I just I walk up to the bar. Great. I say uh, to the barkeep, uh, oh, hello. Uh, what do you got there? Some, some glasses you're polishing? That's cool, isn't it? <laughs> Doing some... Glass polishing, are we? And Fields leans in and says, we from out of town. (laughs) (laughs) That gets his attention. That gets his attention. He looks up and he makes eye contact with you immediately. You're what? We tourists. We're tourists. We're We're here here to spend our tourist dollars. The sites spend our dollars. Mm -hmm. Get a brochure, take it home, put it in a drawer. Do you, you know if you, teaspoons? Yeah, this, and he kind of looks at how like, he looks at the four of you. His name is Belton, says, by the way. Before bed gets in, his name is fucking Belton. Belton, Belton. Jones. Belton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not Belton John. <laughs> no, because that'd be interesting. <laughs> we know says, your brother Paul. He actually kind of like looks at you guys properly and kind of does a double take and leans in and says. You lot dress like that. Are you are you are you cruising to get yourself beaten up in this place? Uh no. No, we're not cruising for anything except fun times and the sights and sounds of Barovia. Well, I'd say that what you want to do is get yourself some new clothes because a lot of people won't be taking kindly to how you're dressed. Why you know why I know like our clothes? One of the other figures one of the other figures looks up at the two of Filge. These are one of the three figures that you're quite well mus- mus- muscular. Looking as exhausted as everyone else, but they're clearly laborers and they clearly have some weight on them. And says, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd best watch yourselves, friends. This here, this is uh, this is bastonic territory. You understand that right? Uh, your little your little looks aren't so appreciated, friends. I am so, so fascinated what? to find out where that accent is from. What? This accent? Is, yeah. I went to an international school, okay? Did you? <laughs> yes. Did you? Yeah, I had, I had an Irish teacher. I had a, a, my, my dad's American and I was <laughs> raised by a fairy. So obviously there's some shit going on. Anyway. Hey, you leave Tim... Smith out of this, all right? <laughs> Go you back. don't bully my good friend, Tim James Smith. Go back to Sorry, my jar of piss. Thank you Look. very much. We're a simple bar with simple piss jars. We don't go in for any of the religious nut stuff. So why don't you, freaks, take your business elsewhere and we can all have a lovely day. Before we go, that... That gentleman said this was bastonic territory. And I don't think he's going to take particularly kindly to you dressing like that. Like baston? Well, don't forget, they're, yeah. they're dressed in jumpsuits, but baston, obviously, your hair and stuff is still tied in the, in the, you know, in the, in the kind of rings and silks that you've been tying it in since you got your new glow up and all of that all of this you know your same accessories underneath yeah the way you've made yourselves up all right i don't know if you're off to a convention or (laughs) off to some sort of church retreat 
But the Bastonovites don't take kindly to representations of the god of love and sadness. So why don't you all just push off? Wait, I I love Baston. And I just want to worship at the temple of love and sadness. And, we, and we're, us being from out of town, we don't know where the local temple is. Well, if... And we just love to go. <laughs> If that's the case, you'll want to go to the Basilica of Beauty and Sadness. And he takes a coaster and he scrolls directions at you. Still suspicious, but keen to get you out of here if that's where you want to go. Well, thank you so much, friend. Yeah. May love and sadness always be with you. All right, all right. That's enough of that. Okay, so you have a little coaster with a, with map directions. Is there, is there anyone else want to do anything while you're in here? No, I'm happy to follow along to the... To the Basilica, if you want to go there. Well, let's check it out. Why not? Uh, just to be clear, is everyone wearing the same jumpsuits as we are? Yeah, I think like, we got them yeah. last time. Yeah, yeah, everyone's wearing these. Everyone oh, here sorry. seems to wear these jumpsuits. Now, remember, the security guard that you saw wasn't. He was wearing a cobalt blue uniform with silver epaulets, but everybody else is wearing these mm-hmm. drab, featureless jumpsuits with the apertures on the back. These guys are no exception. Even the bartender is wearing one. So... But he took exception to us nonetheless. Because our faces are the faces of the gods. Yeah. Oh, That's what they meant. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you're going to head out. The directions show um, it's not too far from here. It's about a five minute walk. All right, let's go check out the basilica. All right, yeah, let's go to this basilica. The streets are noticeably empty now. Whatever shift change was happening has happened, and you're feeling very exposed. So you're just taking the main streets. Are there any sunglasses shops? There is a small... There's, it's not a shop, which is why I didn't mention it, but there's a stand. There's a sunglasses. We said more about Yeah, that. there's a sunglass. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Liz Thompson's Sunglass Shop. Yeah. Um, sure, absolutely. Why not? There's a stand where you can buy all manner of um, eyewear and accessories uh, of that nature. Maybe would be smart right, if we're well, disguised with sunglasses. And then can I ask a question? In the general populace, are they um, all human or are they like, are there orcs and halflings and... It seems much more human-centric than it's be, than it should be. It, Waterdeep okay. is a much more cosmopolitan place than this. You have seen a few elves. Um, you've seen one other orc on the streets. But again, with the, well, after the grime and the smog, everyone is sort of kind of beaten down in a way that makes them all look very monotonous and similar. And also, it is majority humanity. The real question is, do we all get individual styles or matching okay. pairs? Later on that day, after you've gotten Welcome your bullshit... Welcome to me, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Liz Thompson here! Ah, Liz Thompson! Oh, of the famous Sunglass Hut, how are you? Oh, I'm... <gasps> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. My word. Now it can't be. It, no, it, it's not. Don't worry. I just look a lot like him. Oh, oh yes. Well, of course. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a freezer knight from um, from 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 that quarter. So I. Uh... She actually doesn't say that just like that. She 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 says that first of all, she looks around and leans in and whispers this to you, freezer. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess you won't mind then if I thieve some of these 
sunglasses. <laughs> that is a funny one, but um, now I, I will need some some credits. Credits, eh? Do we do we have money? We've got, we got heaps gold. of gold. We've got 400 gold each. Yeah, yeah. But this gold obviously was from a thousand years ago. Do you want to use some of it? She's asking for credits. Yeah, let's try it. Do you want to put some gold on the counter? Yeah, let's All do right, it. You drop some coins on the counter and in amidst all of the grime, the shine of them is brilliant and her eyes widen. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, please, take take what you need. So she gives you all, I assume, mm. some, some glasses. If anyone wants a hat, she's got some cheap-looking fedoras to sell, some scarves. Um, I, I think hats and fedoras. Uh, fedoras and wayfarers are really the look that we... Mm. For the cohesion, wanna, you know. What about yeah. like a Jackie O kind of look? Like a pillbox oh, okay. hat, a headscarf for Phil. No, like um, like you mm-hmm. know, like the scarf and the round. Mm-hmm. Is that Jackie O? Yeah, and yeah. Glasses? Yeah, just in case mm-hmm. we're driving in a exactly. convertible. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like Dragon says we've done this fedora look before, and I I feel like it's time for mm-hmm. us for a new new timeline, new look. Okay. All right, properly. T- if at least two of us do it, it could be like a blue. <laughs> oh, like that's that fun. Cool. That's probably yeah. just. I want. Can I get a silk jacket with a scorpion on the back? <laughs> and a toothpick. And, and, and a toothpick and the driver's gloves with the knuckles You absolutely can't get alterations, but weirdly that jacket is there. <laughs> so <laughs> she's got one of them. You all spend about 20 gold coins. And with your disguises nice. in hand, you make your way further just off the city center. And one building is, stands out amongst all of the sort of tawdry grime of the place, which is a beautiful Basilica, multi-stored, uh, kind of a wafting of perfume hits your senses before you even reach to it. And the sun piercing through the smog is translated into beautiful colour as it cuts through these glorious stained glass windows into a, illuminating a promenade in front of this giant church, obviously made by a master architect, in front of a fountain, which as you st- stand before it erupts as a beautiful cascade of light, music, water, and yes, doves emerge as a statue slowly revolves up of Baston Indrirovich, pointing, saluting to the sun and smiling as the light hits him. And this is the Basilica of love and sadness, of beauty and sadness. Wow. How did you feel, Baston? Like, wow. looking at this giant statue of you. I was, I was thinking at first a bit much, but then I thought, just right. <laughs> would you? What would you rate it out of a ten? That's well. It's if it's if it's my temple, it's got to be an eleven, <laughs> baby. Uh, That's what I say. Are they like well, there are under? wearing monk outfits that are reminiscent of the clothes that Baston wore a thousand years ago in the courts of Ilanar. There are young junior acolytes amongst all of them phenomenally good-looking people. It has to be said, uh, handing out bread to some um, petitioners and walking, feeding um, feeding the doves, manicuring these immaculate lawns. And one figure turns and sees the four of you, assuming you to be pilgrims, a stern but beautiful and imperious-looking woman with alabaster skin in a white dress um, in the same style as the rest of them and a heavy medallion. And she turns and walks towards you. You look weary. Have you heard the news? He is the best. <laughs> um. Sorry, a stern but uh, stern, attractive woman with alabaster skin. Is that the spokesperson? 
Chumps. <laughs> That's an incredibly symmetrical face. Good. I recognise you from the Chumps packet. That. There is. This is obviously not Tilda Swinton, but as she is, obviously, uh, there there is a resemblance there. Sure, absolutely. I get this a lot. <laughs> we are sworn by the way of the eleven to uh, eschew all commercial and saturated goods. Uh, but yes. Uh, <laughs> I am aware of the product you call Chompums, or because of some confusion in the famous ad campaign, Cubums. <laughs> now this this woman is 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 uh, nine sister Masonia, and she is the abbess of the basilica. Oh wow! We get many pilgrims uh, for the way of the eleven, and she turns to she turns to Baston. I see you have already walked in the footsteps. Yea, verily. We are pilgrims from afar who heard upon the wind that he was the best and thought it true, and thus we have come here to worship at this temple. Well, all are welcome except those that are a little ugh. <laughs> now, make for me quickly <laughs> a persuasion check, best uh, okay. Or is it a deception check? Oh. I'll let you do either one, whichever one you want. You're not really yeah, being deceitful, necessarily. Uh-oh. Uh, this one, let's do a little more Spanish lesson. Cinco. Can five? Know you got a little five? Cinco is. <laughs> she looks towards you, and then she very carefully takes the fedora off your head and the glasses with trembling hands as she looks at you properly for the first time. No, it cannot be. And then she looks really close, like really close in your face, and then falls to her knees. And then, like in a in a kind of exalted cry, she says, "He has returned, even more splendid and handsome than our most fine artisans could ever hope to render." And the others, everybody, gather round. <laughs> Every acolyte stops what they're doing and turns and looks as there's a murmur in the crowd as they all form around slowly at Baston's feet. The rest of you, it has to be said, slightly off to the side, a little bit ignored. And as you said, every as you said, everybody gather around. One of them says, he speaks. Today is the dawning of a new age of love. And then somebody's like, does anybody have any paper? Does anybody, <laughs> is anybody writing this down? Will you, I, I, you return. Does that mean that the energy crisis is over, oh Lord? Will you lead us to salvation? Yes. Will you help us destroy the foul Frisomites? Yes, uh, what? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Okay, well, maybe let's go inside and you can catch me up. <laughs> we can catch each other up on what's going on. Yeah, let's talk about that. Nice, let's nine sister Missonia goes, Of course, the Lord must be tired, but he will give a sermon tonight. I promise that all of you return after the shift and he will give us all a sermon. Please, this way. And she takes you into her quarters. Yay, Verily, you are all the best uh, as well. Yeah. And a hushed sort of like... Well, for she moves, first of all, to shut the door as Frieza, Filge, and Bobby are about to try and step in. Oh, these are my um, disciples. You have your disciples, uh, a half-orc, a wizard, a, a, a half-orc, a warlock, and a halfling? Is this some jest of the Bastonites? Uh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> you did it because it... We've not forgotten... <laughs> you did it because it's funny? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a thing. It's like, oh, I wanted... It's kind of a mirror, it's an echo, it's intertextual. That's I don't what it presume is. to know 
the mind of the Lord, and I apologize for querying your retinue, your entourage. What shall we do with them? We love free. Let's... We love that Baston so damn bad. Even though we look like the other gods, which is crazy. Uh, we love him so much because he is the best, and he is the best out of all the gods. So that's why we're here. And do you have some uh. food? <laughs> As you say, there's a statuesque prior to her side says, and says, their races are unfortunate, um, Sister Miss, Nine Sister Missonia. They, obviously, it's a bit awkward for us to have um, humans, halflings, and, and orcs here, especially when the other religions have amassed so much power in the city. It, 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 it suggests a weakness at the heart of our, our faith that will cause a crisis of confidence amongst the cardinals. She was shut up for... <laughs> <laughs> uh, fear not I will allay all of the Christ, any crises of confidence with my supreme greatness relax take a chill pill take a chill pill take a ch- and then that, that kind of like um, uh, telephones all the way through um, take a chill pill and people start um, exalting it and shouting it in the streets so she shouted uh, it out please. the door of her office? Yeah, she did. <laughs> There's a little chain of people. Uh, here, uh, do you have some uh, chambers we might speak privately in Abbess? Well, I have better than chambers. We have the room pre- prepared for this. It's, 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 it's many treated as ceremonial and, and, and figurative, but we keep a room in the Basilica for the day of your return. Well, let's go check it out. Right this way. Um, so she takes you and she leads you down some steps into a beautifully appointed room. There's a huge portrait of a, of Baston drawn by somebody who who understands the concept of Baston but never saw Baston. So it's very much mm-hmm. um, it's more symbolic than accurate. And there is a large, huge bed, uh, four poster bed, and a little wash basin, cloths, and things, and a very well appointed wardrobe. And as, as we're walking along, I talk to the abbess. I'd be like, well, I've got the three of them with me because it's kind of like it's kind of like a military uh, recreation thing, you know, like a, you know, where you, you want to be just the verisimilitude is kind of thing was passed on. Of course. Obviously walked, walked with uh, the dragon friends and you, 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 you get it, right? You get it. So- can, I, can I say that to behold the god, the virgin god, with mine own eyes <laughs> to behold this pure, unblemished, virginal god, uh, uh, which we have carried on in, in, in the bastonets. We are all sworn to celibacy as you were in life. So it is such a great honour, such a, a, a privilege. He who kept uh, himself pure that we might keep ourselves pure also. He who was always and shall always be a virgin. He who never fucked. Not once. <laughs> right. About that. Um, yeah, that was definitely deliberate. Uh, yeah, good job. Good job for doing that as well. Bastonets, that's catchy as well. That's a really good name Sister for you Sister Missonia, the, the trouble with the trollers, the, the new tithes, we, we, we need to deliberate. And this is the little friar again. Shall we, shall we leave the god and his disciples here? You will return for the great sermon? 
No, I would like to. I'm a. The thing you didn't hear about me as a god is I am a micromanager. <laughs> so I would love to hear. You have a solution for the trollless tithes? Well, look, to, look, uh, hit me with it and I'll see what summon I can do. Summon the cardinals! Run. Summon the cardinals! Yeah. We shall have the meeting here! Okay, great. <laughs> and six Fabulous. other cardinals, all very statuesque and beautiful, all come in. Um, and they all look. As I said, tranquil and beautiful, but all of them have a sort of deep um, concern. They radiate, obviously, anxious energy as they are quickly filled in. And um, they say, and this, the friar, whose, whose name is Bedford, um, quickly fills them in and then summarizes for you the problem, um, <laughs> which is, so, um, so as you must understand, uh, the... Four churches that were created equally in our city were always granted autonomy. We would offer our services to the faithful as the controller would enjoy his power over us from Nether and safeguard us on the day for the day that you might come again. But the trollers are demanding more and more from us. Our coffers are bled dry and already one of the four churches has been outlawed as this new insane mania of reason has taken hold of the controllers men and who controls the controllers and as you say that all of the cardinals look and they make a warding sign of an 11 with crossed hands and they look away and they say and one of them points out a window at the pyramid that floats in the sky right and you're all virgins <laughs> as 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 your teachings command yes right i just wanted to check that none of you were doing it. Because <laughs> that would be against the rules. My rules, obviously. But now that you are here, we will forbid the trollers to ransack our coffers. Now that you are here, we will take a stand. The church will help the people rise up. Yes, yes, yes. All in good time. <laughs> but which which church has fallen? The darkest of all. That uh, one of them spits and says, He who shall not be named for his deeds were so blasphemous as to break apart the unity of our concord. Well, I'm going to need more information that. I've just come back from heaven is where I was. <laughs> you visited us from heaven? What's heaven like? Yeah, I've come back. It's, and you know how good heaven is. The fact that I've come back, think about that. <laughs> Our religion has such little information about the afterlife. Well, it's great. It's great, she calls out from the office again. <laughs> and what of the war with the Frizamites? Oh, so you, you understand then that, that they were banished, that they were banished underneath. You see that theft has been, out, oh. um, their crime of theft has been outlawed in the city. And so now their religion is forbidden. It is said right. that they have amassed great yes. power amongst the hopeless downtrodden underneath the city. Oh, I see. What about I those see. Hiljos, though? How they all go? Oh, the rock people? They're harmless. They're harmless kooks. Oh. <laughs> yes, no, our relationship with the shrine of the big rock endures for now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what about the other ones? What, what, what do they get called? Like, pancakes? Pan ah, the redoubtable. Or, uh... Yes, well, the House of Pancakes is... <laughs> I mean, of course, it's the, it's the Church of Reformed Pancakia now. Since the schism... <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> the slicing. <laughs> Reformed Pancakians. Yes. No, they have their own religion. Terribly open-minded, and there's nothing wrong with that. We are on good terms with both the Shrine of the Big Rock and the House of Pancakes. But it is forbidden to fraternise with the Freezer Mites, and we, we, and we cannot do it. Unless your arrival changes everything. And yay, it may. 
<laughs> the great lord equivocates. <laughs> yes. And it, it will. It will. I just need to have a tiny little lie down first. Sorry, is this Bastard or Eden talking now? Because it really feels like for the last 15 minutes, Eden's just been like treading water. Sonia realises that you are tired and she ushers all of her cardinals out and goes to close the door on the room. Before she does, she pokes her head in one last time. Don't make any decisions without me. I just want you to know that I'm in charge now. Everything's going to be great. She tells you that, 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 that they have that they will begin the process of refusing the trollers access to their money and making entreaties with the freezer mites. But making these changes is going to bring the wrath of the controllers down upon them. And she looks forward to your sermon. With that, she closes the door. Wowie zowie. So, Guys. are we in there with Baston, or were they they were sort of led away from us, right? Yep. So you've got you're, you've got the room to yourselves now. You did a really good job considering. <laughs> hey, thank you. That was a really big shock to me. That was a huge shock. I mean, looking back, I shouldn't be surprised, really. It all makes sense, but, you know, it's just, just it hit me. I'm really popular. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do tonight? Well, uh, I think I might start with probably... Well, I think lighting is the, really the thing to consider. No, no, know? no, no. I mean, what are you going to do when they ask you how to end a millennia-long war? With the freezer mites mm. or with the bonker donkers? <laughs> the trollers. She called them the trollers. Yes, the trollers. It sounds like my people and your people are at odds. Yeah. Freezer. Yeah. Which does that doesn't sound like us. No. But, I mean... I would happily turn on my people for the right price. Well, the price that I'm offering is friendship. <laughs> mm, it's not Wait. really what I want. So not an ecumenical <laughs> conclave. We're not. We're not doing that. I think we just need to. We, look, I, I don't like this future. I think we should go find another one of those time travel stones. Um, but maybe we can get your acolytes to to somehow take us to that pyramid in the sky. Why doesn't... I'm just curious, why doesn't Frieza like this future? What, what, what about this doesn't mesh for him? Hmm. Wouldn't he love to... Didn't, isn't he finally achieved what he, he's always wanted, to be a god? What, an underground religion? <laughs> an underground religion? Oh, oh, is it that you're not a fancy enough god? You think this is good enough for me? What are you... <laughs> Frieza's <laughs> high Anglican or bust? Yeah, <laughs> There's no smells and bells with with a with a low religion. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. Frieza's like an alt rock band who just can't understand why he can't crack the mainstream. <laughs> yeah, he saw the statue and was like, "No, this is the moment where I realize I don't want this. It's not me. I hate it." And so, if you can imagine for a second a camera slowly tracking out of a small, beautifully appointed subterranean room where underneath a giant portrait of a handsome man, an equally handsome man and his three compatriots stand, they have a decision to make. For it seems that fate has dealt them a crooked hand, gods of this world, and yet this world seems filled with wreck and ruin. And if it is theirs to save as literal saviors, they must decide if they want to keep it or find a way to escape it, dooming those penitent denizens to their lot. Such are the choices of gods. So heavy is the head that hangs in pursuit of justice, and such is the way of the dragon, friends. Thank you! 
Thank you. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Greiner, and Michael Hing. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon, with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and post accompaniment by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan is our producer. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and this episode was recorded from our homes in this hopefully brief reprisal of the Age of Isolation. Until next time. Friendship is forever. Friendship never ends. It doesn't matter what time you're in, you're still a dragon friend. I simply love to play Dungeons and Dragons. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.